0: Hello. Um, Welcome. So just in case you're in the wrong room, um, this is leveraging the power of the crowd with uh, Mechanical Turk. So what you can expect from this session is to learn the basics of what Mechanical Turk actually is, so just in case you're new to it. um, So I want to teach you the basics of MTurk, so the basic core concepts. Then I want to teach you a little bit about scaling beyond the basics. And then we're going to talk about how Rainforest, the company I work for, leverages M So, who am I? Um, I'm Russell Smith. I'm the CTO and co-founder of Rainforest QA. Um, I'm a programmer. Been using M for quite a while now. Uh, put like quite a lot of stuff through M Not maybe the biggest requester, but can't be that far off. Um, well, I'm not like the bottom either. So, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I rant about this kind of stuff sometimes. So is at RHS um, so what is rainforest so rainforest is QA as a service so we test web applications and desktop software we do that using Mechanical Turk so Mechanical Turk lets us use humans to test stuff it also gives us huge volumes of people which means that we can test stuff very fast and in parallel so also, lets us write tests in plain English so that non developers can use us, so product people can use us, and they can write their tests just as English in English so that humans can read it. So, anyway, that's what Rainforest is at a high level. We'll talk more about that in a minute. MTurk, that's what you're here for. Um, it's a super, super early AWS service. So, it's public 2005, so over 10 years old now. Um, from digging around and looking at patterns, Seems like Amazon patented it in 2001, so it's probably been Around for a little bit longer than we think. Um, high level, what it is, is it's 24-7 on-demand humans, um, Programmatic interface to humans to get them to do tasks for you. Basically, you can use it to automate the unautomatable, Which is the key here. So um, at high level, again, it's, you can use it to pay tons of humans To do lots of things for you. The classic core use cases of MTurk are extracting data from things, classifying images, um, searching for data, transcribing audio. Uh, the more modern, like hip, hip, upcoming stuff, is for getting to ground truth with data for ML and AI stuff. Super useful for that because otherwise somebody in your org has to do that for you, or you have to buy the data. So, let's talk about the basics. Um, in case it's not obvious, it's a two-sided marketplace. So you, the requesters, presumably, um, put work onto the system and pay for it. And then the other side is the workers that do the work for you, that execute your tasks. Um, workers search for the work, they look at an interface, type in things or sort, and then pick a job and start doing it. Um, they get to accept it or or not as well. Get into that in a sec. What does it look like? So. This is the request interface. Um, So there's some really cool Stuff here. Uh, This is the easiest way to get started on mturk For sure. Just sign up, make an account. um, And then there's a whole list of standard templated project types That you can use. This one here is um, doing stuff to an Images, tagging images. So super useful. Um, But literally you go in here, you uh, set up using a template. So very, very easy to get started with. Upload your variables, and then you just publish it, and you wait for the results. Um, This is what that looks like. So this is a project that somebody else has published. You see the green bar. That's the progress through it. You can see how complete it is, when it was started, how long it took. So to do 1,000 tasks, this took uh, about seven hours, which is kind of cool. The other thing this interface lets you do, which I don't have a screenshot for, is that you can actually dig into the results. All the way down to an individual worker and what they Sent back to you. You can use this to talk to the worker. So you can email them and say, hey, thanks for the work. That was great. Or tell them that you'd like it done a little differently. You can accept and reject them, which is how you pay them. So by default, it'll auto pay after a certain period of Time, right? so you don't have to worry about that too much. So the work interface. This is where the the, the workers find your tasks. So. It's, None of this is forced on them. They can look through everyone's Tasks and choose the ones they're eligible for. So here you'll See the description. So the reward, how long they've got To do the task, and then how many of the tasks there are. Um, There's also this cool thing of previews so you can actually Give the worker like a, a quick overview of what you're asking Them to do so they can see if it's for them. So there's different workers that like doing different things. So this is a great thing to utilize. is the preview stuff. Um, And then the accept and work. So when they do that, they get Given one of your tasks. So this is what it looks like when That happens. So this task is um, looking at a frying pan. I don't know what they're doing to it. But, um, yeah. So workers accept it. And then if they don't like it, they Can actually return it, um, which then goes back into the pool. And then another worker gets it. If they don't do it in the allocated time period, that will also get um, abandoned and sent back to the pool. So another worker does it. So one way or the other, somebody will always do your task, which is pretty cool. So onto task design. This is actually the most important part if you want to get good results out of MTurk. So if you, if you write bad tasks you'll end up with a bad reputation and bad results, and you'll have paid for it. So nothing good happens then. If you have unclear tasks, you'll end up with a bad reputation, or you're likely to, and bad results, which is also not good. So good tasks can lead to a good reputation and then good results. And this has a nice effect on the workers. They'll come back. They'll love doing your tasks, and this is really, really valuable. So my rules for task design... 100% 100% you have to make sure you have clear instructions and or rules around what, what to do in your tasks. So what to do in certain situations. Now, this is obviously dependent on your task, but just make sure you have them. It's got to be super clear to understand. These, these people may not have done your work before, or they may have done it before and it may have changed. So make sure that everything is super clear to understand. doesn't mean it has to be simple, but you have to explain it properly to them. Um, You must protect against mistakes or being gamed. So you don't want people to make mistakes because your task was unclear or difficult. And you don't want people to be able to game the system and give you bad results that you don't want. The other key one to keep workers happy and yourself happy is to figure out what a fair price is. Now We'll talk about that in a minute. So that's a difficult one. And then my, my last one is include a feedback field. You want to hear what these people have to say. So, is my task too difficult? Is it too long? Do they not have enough time to complete it? Is there something wrong with it? If you don't listen to them, you may end up putting work on and not getting the results you expect, and then nothing good happens. So, I always ask myself can the worker get into a groove? And what I mean by that is um, on the interface before, when. Uh, can probably just get back. So you see up. Okay. There's a little button which says uh, auto go to the next Task. Now, workers love this. So they tick it and then when They've completed your task and submitted it, they get another Task from you, which is cool. So they can sit there and just Churn through the tasks. Um, that means getting in the groove. They love this because they can just consistently get more work and they do the same task that they love from you, and it's cool. If they don't do that, what happens is they end up going back to the interface we saw where they get a list of tasks. And that means they could go and do somebody else's task. And, well, eventually that's going to happen, but it's much better if they keep doing your tasks. The second thing to ask is, can anyone read through this and do this right? So uh, what I normally do is I would ask somebody else in the office, hey, does this make sense? Especially if they don't. Know what the task is. So can you read the instructions And work out what we're meant to actually do here? The, the last one is, do we need to qualify the workers? Now, we're we'll going to this a little more later, but the short version is Mechanical Turk lets you qualify workers based on location or skills Or even make your own custom qualifications that you grant people. So you can segment your own workers, which is super cool. So anyway, ask yourself that. So task. Design, the pricing part, is super, super important. Because if it's too expensive for you, it'll end up being unsuccessful for your business. If it's too cheap for the worker, you'll end up not getting enough workers, or it won't be fast enough. So there's a balance here to come out with. So make sure you work out a budget per assignment. And an assignment is the smallest piece of work that you'd pay for. And I always suggest working out that Doing a small run and then verifying the quality of the Results and how fast it was and then tweaking it from there. So this is actually an iterative process, unless you just do It badly. But i would do a small batch and then check the Timing, check the quality and then change it and see what Happens. And do that a few times until you come to something That works for you. So workers. This is rainforest workers. So. They're from all over the world. And this has some interesting things. Um, Basically, it means they don't all have English as a first language. So being clear is very important. It means they have different cultures, different um, ways of communicating with you. But it also means that they're online at different times in the day. So this is really important for us, because it means we get 24-hour coverage with BrainForest. So really powerful. Um, Also, we have a really wide variety of Um, Ages. So this is not self-reported. This is from Google Analytics. Um, But So you can see we have a large amount Of workers at 25 to 35. And then actually a pretty good Distribution of other ages, too. So understanding the Workers. So they're humans. They have motivations, Incentives, and expectations from you. These are some of the Key ones that I believe. So why are they doing this? They're generally doing this to earn money. Some of them are doing this as a living, so it's important to them. And because they're humans, you have to treat them nicely. So they have motivations to gain status with you, so to become a better worker, to do a better job. And so that you can use the qualifications for, as I mentioned earlier. Segment them into a different group and give them special tasks, or give them a slightly higher reward, and they'll love you for that. Um, Incentives on leveling up, same thing pride They love doing a good job, and they really don't like doing a Bad job, the good workers. So telling them when they have Done a good job, I would highly recommend. So emailing them, Sending them a bonus, it will make them happy. So expect- expectations. Some providers, uh, not us, have treated Them more like an API. You can do that, but remember They are humans. Be nice to them. They do not like being treated like an API. Um, Make sure you're fair and transparent with everything you do With them. They'll love you more. And you'll get better Results. So, um, obviously, a worker has a life cycle. They come in. They start doing work for you. They have no Experience in your task. So, making sure you train them up. You teach them what's expected. And you give them the right Tools to do that. Super important. And then, also, Ongoing training. So just because a worker's been doing thousands and thousands of tasks for you doesn't mean there's not more to learn. So we constantly retrain. I highly suggest you do that. Um, Custom qualifications, um, granting them, as we were talking about before, super important Um, if you want to segment workers. Main reason to do that would be paying them more or making sure that you have a certain segment that were trained on something. You can grant them this for for training, grant them qualifications for it. Um, Amazon has two super cool things, which is master worker qualifications and premium qualifications, which is pretty new. Now, these are qualifications that Mechanical Turk manage for you, as in you can opt in to have this as part of your hit, and um, you pay a premium for it, but they have special abilities. Oh, special abilities. They um, They are more, they're traditionally better at certain types of tasks. So, for instance, master workers, you can get categorization experts. These people are more efficient and give better results than the general workers. You pay a little premium for it, but it's well worth checking these out if you're doing any of the tasks that they're good at. And then also check out the premium qualifications, which is pretty new. So community, because they're humans, I really believe community is key. Also retention is key. So um, you don't want to take a long time training someone and then lose them. Or find them doing other work. It takes a long time to get a worker up to speed um, and to be very efficient at your task. So keeping them happy means they'll keep coming back, and that will give you better results and faster results. Finding the leaders, super important here. If you find the leaders of the community, then you can ask them for feedback. You can hear what's going on. Have you done change in your task? And everyone's annoyed at it, but you didn't hear Ask the leaders. It works pretty well. Now, worker enablement, um, giving people resources, giving the workers resources to make themselves better. So at Rainforest, we do a couple of things. So we give them video tutorials on how to do our task. So one of, our, one, of our team, one of my team members made five or 10 videos that she updates actually pretty often that run through how to do our task and different edge cases of our task and explain what to do in those. Workers love these because they don't have to read the documents; They can sit and watch them. Community forum. We have our own forum for our workers. We use that to talk to them, to find the leaders, to hear what's broken. We break stuff, but not that often. But yeah, making sure there's clear rules and automated training. Keeping these people trained is key. So asking the workers what they need as well. You can use the forum or you can email them and find out, hey, is there anything we could do better To make you more efficient with this task? They usually have some good ideas. Same goes for the reverse. So making sure you listen to the complaints from workers. These have saved us some big things at Rainforest. So we add, all we do is add a comment box to the end of our task. Also an MPS. So we keep MPS scores for all of the work that we do. One of the reasons for this is because we actually take... Uh, our customers' tests, and then put them through to MTurk, um, so that each task has each uh, test from our customer actually has its own NPS score. So we can tell which tests aren't being loved as much from our customers, and then we can go to our customers and help them improve it, and tell them what's going on with those tests, which is super cool. Now, this is a difficult subject: is handling workers that you don't want doing your tasks. Actually, missed one from this list, which was. The first thing you should do is email them. Now, there's a Notification section in the interface I talked to you about Earlier when you review the results. I just message them and Say, hey, this isn't quite what I wanted, and explain why. If you don't get a good response or things don't improve, There's a tool called rejection. So what that means is you go In, uh, you can use an api for this if you want to automate it, but There's also an interface. You just reject them. It means we're not going to pay you for this work, and here's why. So this is kind of like, yeah, they'll take this seriously because you're taking money from them. Um, qualifications is actually a really nice way of uh, what we call at Rainforest soft-banning workers. Um, so what we do is we grant a qualification to them, or we give them a value on the qualification that means they are not eligible for work with us. And this doesn't affect the, their reputation elsewhere. Um, But it does stop them doing tasks that we don't want them To to do. Now, the ultimate thing Is banning them. Now, this is Kind of the nuclear option, so be careful Using it, um, because it does affect Their reputation, um, as far As I can tell. But it does Stop them doing any of your tasks, which Is useful in some occasions. I think at Rainforest, we've probably Blocked, eh, Not exactly zero people in the last Year, but it's somewhere near there. It won't be over 100 people. So, um, finding spammers and people trying to game your system. This is super important. Unfortunately, it's difficult to talk about because, A, it depends on your task, but uh, B, it's, it's just difficult. So just make sure that your task is clear, and then make sure you review the results and um, deal with people that aren't doing it properly. I'd also suggest joining the external forums. So there are some very common forums, like Turkanation or the Reddit uh, there's a Reddit Turka, uh, subreddit Which you should join, and you can interact with workers there. And that's one of the places where you'll find um, If you don't have your own forum, you'll find feedback about your task if it's bad. And then you can go there, you can interact with them, you can fix it, You can tell them that you're fair and an honest person. Just remember that your your reputation matters in everything you do. And they do talk because they're people. So, Let's move on to some more intermediate stuff. Um, We've talked About tasks and hits and stuff. Let's, like, talk a bit more Specifically. So one of the main, I guess, primitives Is something called a hit type. Now, this is where you store The title and the description and how much reward you're going To give the worker and also where you put qualifications and Stuff. But this is the, the highest level building block, if you like. And then after that becomes a hit, which is an individual thing You want workers to do. And then assignments, which is the Repetition you want done on that individual task. Now, there's another cool thing called notifications, which Kind of links all this stuff together. And basically you can Set notifications over HTTP or SQS to tell you when the state Changes on any of these things. Now, this is cool if you want To do something uh, with a deeper integration or more real time. Uh, we use this quite a lot. So. Um, it, you don't have to use notifications, by the way. You can just get the results when everything's done. So, some useful API operations. Let's just run through these quick. But so, create hit, the classic one. Please list some work for me on MTurk. Get account balance. Now, this seems like an odd one to put in here, but if you're doing anything with the API, um, i.e. automatically putting work onto MTurk must. You must do this because at the moment I don't think there's Any auto top up. So we constantly poll this, look at Our balance and then send an email to the team when it gets Too low so we can go in and top it up. Um, revoke qualification and grant qualification. As we were talking about earlier, qualification is super useful. It's a really easy API for this. Um, forcing expiring hits. So when we list work, it's because a customer has asked us To do something. So if they cancel it, we don't want that work to be done Because we would have to pay for it. So we cancel it. And that's what we use as 4, 6, by hit. Get assignment. This is how you get the results from an Individual assignment. Whether you need to use this or not Depends on um, if you're using notifications and how much Detail you want on what was done. But super useful. Notify workers. So this is kind of like um, it sends an email to them, but you you never get that email address, you get their worker ID. But you can use it to interact with the worker, which is pretty cool. So we use this to tell workers, hey, there's some new work. Or hey, your work was rejected, here's why. Grant bonus. So each hit group has its own reward. But if you want to do something like say thank you to the worker or this was a really good job, you can send them a bonus. So against an individual assignment, you can say, hey, Here's, here's some money and a message. This is pretty cool. We actually use this pretty, pretty extensively, and i'll go into Why later. So question types. These are for each hit group. You can choose a question type. Now, the classic one is um, what? Well, If you're just trying to get started with MTurk, by the way, I would highly recommend just using the templating stuff that we talked about earlier, the built-in. But if you're going to go into the intermediate stuff, picking one of these is pretty important. So question form is, like, by far the easiest one. Um, It's XML. It's documented. It's pretty simple. You don't have to do much formatting. The HTML question is the next step on. It's just HTML. It lets you customize things a little more. Both of these are hosted by MTurk themselves. You don't have to do anything. The third type, which is the one That Rainforest uses a lot, is called external question. Uh, This is a little more complicated. Well, it's a little simpler To use, but has implications. So what it is is it's an iframe. And that means you can embed whatever you like in there. So you embed something that gives the worker the task. And this lets you decouple the work that you put on Mechanical Turk with the work that you get the uh, the tester, the Worker to actually do. Which is kind of cool if you want to do some more advanced stuff. Um, but short version, that means you have to host it yourself, which is obviously like a step on from question form or HTML form in difficulty. So, review policies. These are really useful. So, if you're doing stuff that is deterministic, it's really useful to use these. So, these are rules that you can set on a hit. Um, they work on two levels. One is assignment level, which is, hey, normally you would use that for gold standard work. So, like, I, you already know the result. You're just testing the worker. So you can have it automatically accept or reject that work, which just saves you doing it with other code or doing it manually. But the really cool one, I think, at least, is the hit-level ones. So you can use them to, you can use them to automatically approve uh, stuff based on consensus. Which is really cool. So let's, like, let's go through a little Example. So at the bottom, we've got six boxes and a big Box. The big box represents a hit. The little box represents Individual assignments. And we're going to say, hey, we Want six workers and we want 75% of them to agree. So what happens then? Oh, <laughs> we've got four workers saying B and two workers saying C. So we've got 66%. So if you set up a review policy like this, Amazon will automatically add two more until you get to the Result you want. Now This is super cool because it means You don't have to do it. Um, Otherwise you have to write all This code yourself. Um, Anyway, let's talk a bit about how Rainforest uses Mechanical Turk and why we use it. And then we'll get into some of the more advanced stuff. So we use it to let our customers write tests in plain English. Because Mechanical Turk gives us access to hundreds and hundreds of humans, thousands of humans, actually, um, we leverage that to let people write tests in plain English. They're humans. They can go in. They can understand things. So you see in this example, we're asking somebody to log in and then checking if they're logged in, clicking on a link, and then going to press a button and abort something in our interface. This is plain English. This is written by a product manager. This is really easy for someone to get to grips with. So one of the other things that we do that I'd highly recommend that you uh, look into if you get into MTurk is automating your training. At Rainforest, we have fully automated training. It's course and class-based, much like a university. We keep adding to it all the time. So our library of what we train workers on is constantly growing and being adapted, which means better quality for our customers and happier workers. So both of these things are good. We also automatically retrain workers. So, again, I think I mentioned this earlier, but just because you've trained a worker once doesn't mean you shouldn't give them more training. So things change. They go on holiday. They stop working for a few months. They come back. You should make sure you give them some retraining. Make sure they're up to speed. So um, we also do per-customer training, but I guess that's a more advanced thing. So if a customer has a very specific need, we will give specific training for those tasks. Which is pretty cool. So mturk, one of the cool things With having lots of testers is you have lots of testers so you Can do things really, really fast and really, really parallel. So this is actually, on our website, we have a live view of How many people are on our system at any one time. So at this time, there were 900 testers doing stuff online, Which is cool. And that nine minutes is the end-to-end Time that mturk gives us. So we put work on, as in a customer's, hey, Can you test our stuff? Nine minutes later, they've got our results. 900 people have been through all their tests in parallel. Over 24 hours, we had, as you can see, just over 6,000 people doing work for us. There's no way we could do this without Mechanical Turk. And also, we've done 55 million tests by the look of it, which is quite a lot. Also, MTurk enables us to have human results. So you can see here, here's a test. This is actually us testing our own infrastructure using our own software, which is kind of cool. So we're testing to see whether there's a problem with the Java install. But we actually get human, a human replying to us. So in the top right-hand corner, you'll see somebody has actually written back saying that something's broken. And what? Now, if there's a bigger problem with your software, we'll actually get, like, hey, there's this console error. Look at the console. Well, hey, there was a specific thing, so we don't have to dive in and figure it out for ourselves. We can just read what the human said. This is super powerful. Now, the other thing that we do is we use we have our own system for doing reviewing of, of review policies. Basically, we use an ML and AI-backed version, so we can tell between two workers that say the same thing that one is probably correct and one probably isn't. So in this case. The test has been asked to say, hey, can you activate Java? The person on the left has said, yes, they can. The person on the right said, no. But we've, we've shown Vladimir's results to our customer. So we can tell based on what the testers have done, their history, which one is more likely to be accurate, especially looking at the interactions with the machines we give them. So... Let's talk a little about scaling. So this is how we've scaled MTurk, and i'll try and talk to you a bit about why this matters. So if you're only starting out, this probably isn't super Applicable to you, but it's interesting to understand why. So when we first started, we would have work from our Customers, and we would one-to-one link that with work We put on MTurk. So what that means is if there was One thing to be tested, there would be one thing listed on Mechanical Turk. So what did that look like? customer would say, hey, Rainforest, run some stuff for us. They'd call the API or use the CI integration to start a run. We then make a load of jobs on our system. Maybe a minute later, a balancer starts up and then makes hits on mTurk and says, hey, mTurk, we've got some stuff for the workers to do. Can you please send some workers to us? And then as soon as the workers come, on, uh, find our task, they get assigned them, and then the jobs get done on our system. So they go down gradually. So this is great. This is really easy to do. I mean, it's not as easy as using the templating system, but it's definitely easy to do to do a one-to-one linked system. The problem is here: what happens that not all these jobs are um, equal priority? We might want to do some before others. A customer might cancel some, but we might have another one that's not cancelled. If they're one-to-one linked, it's not very flexible. It's very simple though. Um, so we need to fix that. So. Super easy thing, decouple jobs from hits. Jobs are our internal uh, word for assignments, by the way, just to be clear. So, the second version of Rainforest uh, backend stuff, we decoupled jobs from hits. And this gave us the ability to do this. So, in, in here, customers come on, maybe two customers have come on. And some of their work is more higher priority than others. So, the stuff in blue, for some reason we want to do quicker. Maybe it's had historic failures and we want to double check that fast so we can give a, a failure to the customer quicker. But whatever reason you have, being able to prioritize the work is important. And if you list work normally on Mechanical Turk, there's no priority. There's no guaranteed order in what, um, things are, what thing, how things are going to be returned to you. It's fine for batching stuff, but if you need to do low latency or high throughput, low latency stuff, you may end up needing to do something like this. So, as soon as the balancer starts, we list the hits again, and then the workers come along, we take the work off. But the work we give them is actually this work, rather than the work from the top. So they're not one-to-one links anymore. This was super powerful. I think the, um, the next one, though, is where it gets more interesting. So, remember I said low latency. As soon as the customer comes on, First, or starts a build in their CI process and says, "Hey, I want to run my test now." We want to be as quick as possible between that API call and actually starting the tests. The previous version, we had to still start the balancer and put work out to MTEC. This is quick, but quick as in it's a few minutes kind of thing. So we wanted to try and improve this down to seconds or nearly zero if we could. Um, So what we did was we totally unbalanced stuff and also started listing work even when we didn't have actual customer work. So what do the testers do when there's no actual work? Um, Well, we give them training. Or we do our own work repeatedly. So Rainforest is testing its own software every release. So we just test it more. The cool thing here is doing the training and running through the Rainforest test. our workers get trained constantly, and it means they're always online, which means super fast, super low latency for our customers. This is obviously a little more difficult to do than what we we're talking about before. So you can see here, there's no jobs on the system; no one wants to run anything, which actually now is becoming less and less common, but um, before was more common. So, but we already have hits listed on the system. Workers are online doing work. So then a customer comes along. List some work. The balancer starts up, adds more work. And then we still give off um, the work in priority order. So it's pretty simple. Now, um, actually, I'm missing a slide Here, which is a summary. <laughs> so I'm going to do a summary even That says questions. Um, these are humans. Treat them nicely. and. <laughs> If you give them training and the right resources, they're really good, and they love working for you. And you can make it really fast. You can also do it really easily with the, the templating system. But MTurk has the ability to go from, like, the simple, where you just go online today, upload a CSV of stuff and some images and get them tagged right the way through to something really complicated like mechanical, uh, like Rainforest. So, You should definitely check out Mechanical Turk. Now, I'm happy to take questions. Um, If you don't want to ask now, I'm also happy to talk to you afterwards. Um, Does anyone have any questions?